You're listening to the Albany Paranormal Campfire. Welcome to the Albany Paranormal Campfire. I am your host, Jeff, and today we actually have a secondary host. Kind of. You want to introduce yourself? My name's Christy. Um, I am not only Jeff's wife, unfortunately for him, um, but I'm also the lead investigator for the Tri-City Albany, Tri-City New York Paranormal Society. Okay. You want to go a little bit about yourself, though? I'm kind of boring. Your background? 10 years? No? Okay. Almost. I'm not 28 yet. <laughs> well, you always introduced it as 10 years, so I want to make sure. Close to it. Yeah. I've been doing... Yeah, I've been, I've been dabbling in the world of paranormal and, and crypto for probably close to 10 years. Uh, today is Saturday the 22nd, which also is a full moon. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, whatever Kwanzaa. else, Kwanzaa, if you celebrate that, uh, yes, um, for anyone Festivus. that's Festivus, Krampus, whatever, yeah, great, okay, um, so we actually, I don't think Krampus is a holiday though, but they celebrate them, yes, they celebrate him, okay, um, Krampus is a demon that takes and punishes bad children instead of uh, rewarding them with gifts that Santa Claus does, yeah. He's what? He is not a, yeah, he is not a cryptid. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So we had one event during Christmas. We actually had a, it was like a winter solstice circle, circle, uh, over at 10 Brock mansion. And actually I was supposed to be for that, uh, there. Um, but we had our lead investigator, Gary and our psychic Joe there to perform the circle uh so i think it went well right it went well for us yeah um, gary said it went really well we were able to raise a bunch of money for it you know and, and for the team and stuff like that um so normally during this time uh actually i've listened to a number of other podcasts and we're talking about ghosts uh ghosts are still prominent technically um through Samhain or through halloween that time of year basically through Till now, as as the night starts to get shorter and the days start to get longer, um, and this is why they feature prominently in places or stories such as Christmas Carol, where they're visited by ghosts, the ghost of Christmas past and future, and all that other stuff. Um, but in trying to make sure this podcast is not just about ghosts um, and going on to ufology and cryptozoology, we thought we'd make this episode about cryptids. Um, it's also the only th- like topic I have enough knowledge about. Other than this is the only knowledge that I guess she's confident about to talk about on the podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, even though you're still uh, researching stuff as we go on, uh, so I was lo- looking up Krampus. So, before we get started. A lot of people have misconceptions about what a cryptid is. You know, they immediately obviously think of Loch Ness Monster. 
um, Bigfoot, the Yeti, Chupacabras, Mothman, Jersey Devil. I mean, there's the list goes on. Um, And yes, those are cryptids, but those are the more fringe cryptids that people think about when they're thinking about crypto animals. So what a cryptid actually can be is creatures from myths or legends, obviously like Bigfoot, Sasquatch. Those are myths and legends that are uh, Native Americans usually have. Yetis are over in Asia, um, like Tibet and stuff like that. They may have supposedly supernatural or paranormal entities. So Mothman, um, I don't know if Slenderman counts as cryptid. He's more like an urban, uh, <laughs> urban yeah, legend. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Um, obviously, the Jersey Devil would feature prominently as something of paranormal entity. I think I just said that. Now, what people also don't understand is extinct creatures that are said to still inhabit specific areas. Uh, so actually, we, we uh, actually watched a series on, what was it, Netflix? Animal or Animal Planet, yeah, called... Extinct or Alive. Extinct or Alive. And basically, I guess he was the grandson, the, the host was the grandson of the guy that's discovered, rediscovered the coelacanth. And for those of you that don't know what that was, the coelacanth is actually, or was, um, a supposedly extinct ancient, ancient fish that lived with the dinosaurs. And I guess for some reason, people thought it was still alive. His grandfather actually rediscovered it. What? Forrest Galante, I had to find the name. Uh, the host? Mm-hmm. Okay. Forrest Galante, I guess, is the host of the show. It's on Animal Planet, uh, so I guess uh, I suggest you guys go ahead and it's watch awesome. it. There's like eight episodes. It's not that long. Mm-hmm. Or, the first one's like an hour and a half, but everything else after that is like 43 minutes or something. Yeah. So cryptids can be extinct creatures that are said to still inhabit specific areas, like the coelacanth they rediscovered. Uh, known animals in areas that are not known to inhabit. So let's say uh, I think a cryptid is also the Black Panther in Florida. I think that was an episode. That was, but I think that's more... That's well, kind of getting out there. I think what you're thinking more is like the wolves in... Um, up north in Canada. Canada. Um, the wolves? I mean, mm-hmm. there's wolves in Canada. No, but they're not in this one particular area. Okay, so okay, so known animals that no are known to exist, but maybe not actually upstate New York exist here. Not supposed to have mountain lions. Well, no. Well, that also goes to the other thing. Um, Known animals. Okay, yeah, that are not known to habit. I guess up here, up here in upstate New York and uh, New England, obviously the mountain lions are were here actually, I think, and no longer exist in the area. So technically, in this area. The mountain lion would be a cryptid for upstate New York or just New York and New England in general. That is not to say that it doesn't exist. What? What? The wolves, uh, the white wolves of Newfoundland. The white wolves of Newfoundland, there I guess. There are no wolves in Newfoundland anymore. Because they hunted them down. Yeah. Right. Bastards. Okay. Told you. Yeah. Bunch of assholes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, known animals of unusual size or appearance. Uh, I guess this can be like a dire wolf, maybe. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know yeah. if they ever really, or they, at least they didn't exist currently. They don't exist currently. I think they existed mm-hmm. in the past. But, but they obviously, they're just like a really big wolf, obviously. Um, animals that don't anything. resemble any known species. So this would, uh, I guess, Bigfoot also fall into, because we don't, I mean, it resembles a sp- other species, oh, but no. like. It resembles a large a chimp. You know, I know uh, an a ape. Bonobo. No, the 
yeah, monkeys have tails. Apes do not. They've never seen, or no one's ever said. People have seen Bigfoot. Big so. Yeah, and he doesn't have a tail. They've never seen a tail on him, so he's not. He wouldn't I be a monkey. I thought you were going to say they haven't seen his butt. And I was like, well, there's plenty <laughs> of pictures of it. So. You're a pervert. Okay. And known hoaxes, whether taxidermy, Photoshop, <laughs> or false accounts otherwise. Now, I don't know if you would know anything, but um, Piltdown Man. No? Piltdown Man was our, a known hoax where they put... Uh, chimpanzee skull with the mandible of a human as some sort of missing link that they were trying to do that uh, was in England okay. or Europe. Um, obviously, it became, it once it was found to be a hoax, um, but I guess that can follow as a cryptid. I mean, I guess those kind of get ruled out as cryptids because obviously they're not real. Yeah. But yeah, so cryptozoology can inhabit obviously the fanciful stuff that we're trying to study and encompass whatever, and also things that you know are not usual for the area or size or potentially extinct, but we know have existed in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so I figured we're gonna just touch on a bunch, a few cryptids for the episode. It is only about. 20 to 30 minute episodes so we can't really go into detail into too much of them uh, but I think you have ones that you're itching to talk about you already seven. have that you have up yeah okay. I have seven ready alright well I'll bring up the first one well the first one obviously I think is the one that everyone probably second I'll say secondarily thinks about because usually when you say crypto they think of Bigfoot and then followed closely after by the Loch Ness Monster so the Loch Ness Monster was um, first brought into attention probably around 1930 or 1930s. Obviously, this one, I guess, kind of... The, the most famous picture, rather, um, has been proven, I guess, to be a hoax. Where someone said they attached something to a toy submarine or something. There have been a number of other sightings, obviously, since then or in between the first and most current... Um, I don't have an exact number, though. I don't know if I can even get one. But the Loch Ness Monster is said to be, or what people have now decided to call it, is the um, the plesiosaur, which was a rather large... Also aquatic dinosaur. Yeah. Aquatic dinosaur. Aquatic animal. Aquatic dinosaur, yeah. Um, I want to get the sizes of this thing now. Where is it? So this is not just Loch Ness Monster. These are just aquatic cryptids. I know the most famous is obviously Loch Ness Monster. But there's um, also Champ, but you also Champlain. There's there was something else. Um, there's one in. Um, so we have we also have the Aya Napa Sea Monster oh, in yeah, Cyprus. The uh, the Bear Lake Monster, which yeah. exists or is said to exist in Idaho or Utah. Bessie, which is in Lake Erie. Bownessie, which is in Windmere in England. Mm-hmm. We also have other aquatic cryptids like the Bunyip that lives in a cake or a cave. Uh, a cake. What did I say cake? I don't know. What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm hungry. Uh, I can make a cake later if you want. No, no. I'm trying to diet here. Uh, lake and cave animal in Australia. I actually, I think we, they, the I think something we, the, yeah, I think we touched upon yeah. that or something. Uh, yeah. On something Probably else. Expedition unknown. So basically these are some sort of aquatic animal. Uh, largely they end up being some sort of Nessie looking monster. Nessie Lake Tahoe. Is that, is that what it is? I've been, it's been on the tip of my tongue. 
Which also fits into the aquatic animals is the kraken, which is obviously just a giant squid, basically. And, And let's keep in mind as well that the... Giant squid was considered a cryptid. Oh, and um, megalodon. Well, megalodon. I, I, I guess no. One, I, I guess cryptid. it could exist. Yes, megalodon. Yeah, um, which I just saw that movie. Yeah. Only five percent of our oceans have been discovered. But but the the giant squid was a cryptid for a while and still kind of well, they on the fringes. Said that they found. But they found specimens. stuff with. The sperm whales, you know, and they started finding stuff on shore and and stuff like that. So uh, I think it's pretty confirmed to exist. So it can happen, you know, with enough research that you can find, you know, a cryptid can be, I guess, quote, discovered and, you know, and taken off that status. I guess if it's a status, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But these are all these lake monsters exist all over the world. Japan, Iceland. South Africa, uh, Republic of Congo here, Argentina, Canada, they're, they're all over the place. There's uh, probably one in every country. They're either the know. serpent or they're uh, a squid or some sort of aquatic monster, I guess if you want to call it that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Nessie just happens to be the, the most, most famous. About, yeah. um, I'm not sure why. Why would that be? Well, because, I mean, it, for the time, I guess, people had been... People had already been talking about Bigfoot and aliens, so it's like, you know, people only thought they had to worry about what was coming from above and what was in the woods, but Nessie was, you know, I guess the first time that they actually considered that there may be larger things living in our waters and since the time of the dinosaurs, really. I don't know. That was the first one when I was growing up that um, really fascinated me. It was Loch Ness? Yeah, it was Nessie. Why? I don't know. Again, it was just something that just captivated me. It was something that was, A, it was foreign. So at the time when I was in elementary school, it was just America was the greatest thing that ever happened since sliced bread. And there was nothing else that happened out anywhere else. You know, so this is the first time that it kind of been brought to my attention at the age of like six or seven that, oh, wow, there's other things out there. I suppose. Mm-hmm. So now we're going I- to move on to the largest, con- well, the largest island I guess we would call it. Australia? Uh, you're talking Australia. about your Zanzibar? Yeah. No. No? No, okay. I'm not. Whenever, go ahead. That's after that. We're going to talk about the thylacine for a moment, the Tasmanian tiger. Well, again, what, another one of my favorites, honestly, I think. So this was an animal that did exist. The last known, the last known thylacine, I believe, died in the 50s, I think. Either 30s or the 50s. It was a rather You don't have this information sitting up. No, I really don't. Um, Black and white. So the the most famous film that we see of it, um, the one that's pacing around in the cage and whatever, was uh, was taken in 1933. 1936. It says last known. All right, so 36. It was declared extinct by the IUCN, which is the international something, whatever. Fuck, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Declared extinct in 1936. Okay. Um, so that, that famous footage that we see of it is always, you know, is always that it's the same animal. It's not like there were multiple at the time. It was only in 1933. They were able to open their jaw up to 80 degrees. They had a big jaw. They did. They only had, though, 46 teeth. So it wasn't like there was an abnormal... Because, I mean, the It was like larger, a snake, like a, the, the opening the jaw. They didn't have to unhinge it. Well, no, I'm saying that that size. for them. Because people are not going to know what sizes are, like, you know. Um, 
Like the big fucking mouth, like, you know? Honestly, I mean, if you Google it, it really is like the most frightening picture you've ever seen where this thing could essentially have snapped over somebody's head without an issue. They essentially were probably the most, the most obscure looking animals you've probably ever seen. They do fall under the marsupial class, though, because they do have a pouch. Uh, I believe it was backward facing, actually. Um, no, just as similar to kangaroo. It's the largest known carnivorous marsupial. Um, so essentially, if you don't know what it is and you don't feel like you want to Google it, I'm going to try to draw the best picture we can. Imagine what okay. a dingo looks like, like a dog. I was just, okay. They have a larger, they have a slightly longer muzzle, kind of like a greyhound head. Um, they have the tail and the back legs of a kangaroo, and they have the stripes from about the mid-back to the back, to, to the, like the base of the tail of a tiger, which is where they got the name, I believe, the Tasmanian tiger. I actually don't even think they were really that large. They're small. I, I don't think they were that big. You know, right, it wasn't it's like It's not they were like they're a giant. Yeah, it looks like a dingo or like a dog in the front long. and then turns into a tiger in the background. They stood the, the, about 24 ass. inches at shoulder height. So probably about the same size as our dog. <laughs> so it was a... Yeah. It was something about the size It was of a like, weird animal like the rest of Australia. That's what it was. Essentially, yeah. They've had some, <laughs> some weird things. They did have some slight um, sexual dimorphism, though. With the males being larger than females. Sure. Well, typically in the animal kingdom, unfortunately, females wind up... Being smaller. Right. They're going to be smaller. With marsupials, though, I think it was like... You guys With are the smaller. males being larger. I don't know. <laughs> than females. Sure. Yeah, they had a pouch, but it opened to the rear, so exactly. So essentially the, the pouches would face backwards, so when the babies were inside and the parent, the mother was trying to dig out like a den or something, the dirt wouldn't get in there. Okay. I don't know. All right. No, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> um, so now we'll come back to local waters, I guess. And we're we'll not going too in-depth. Huh? It's go not. That was kind of a diff. Sorry. Kind of. I don't know. I like it. Oh, yeah, I know you like it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you about to talk about again? I was going to just touch on the terrestrial uh, cryptids, I guess. Well, some of these are terrestrial, too. So you might as well wait. Sure. Go on. Get your next Fine. one. I'll move. Okay. No, I'll that's move fine. Him. No, no, I'll move him <laughs> to the end. All right. So then um, we'll stay in that general area, then. We're not going to come back yet. We'll stay over that direction. We'll talk about the Zanzibar leopard for a second, which is something fairly new to both of us um, that, again, was on that show, um, Extinct or Alive with Forrest Galante. They set up a whole bunch of um, camera traps, and they were able to catch video footage of what they believe is a Zanzibar leopard, which, again, was an animal that was believed to have been extinct sometime... He said it was, like, 30 years, maybe sometime in the 80s or the 90s, they said they were extinct... What wound up happening was, unfortunately, they were hunted to extinction again. <laughs> so we're, we're seeing a pattern here with these animals that were, that actually did exist. But the Zanzibar leopard is exactly what you think it is. It's a leopard um, that did exist on the island of Zanzibar, which is an archipelago off of Tan, uh, Tanzania, I think. So that one's pretty cute. They're pretty adorable. Um, they're currently undergoing a lot of testing, though, trying to see if they can obtain more hair samples and more specific evidence to show that it was a leopard that they caught on video, but it was... If, if you have a chance to well, take it was a the look only, at it... It was the only one that they actually got It really got is the only thing that of. looks that big. Or they got footage of... Yeah. Or or evidence of... In the, the show, show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
I'm not ruining anything. No, there was evidence, though, of the white wolf of uh, Newfoundland, but unfortunately the guy killed it because he thought it was something else. Probably because it was killing his sheep, wasn't it? Well, he was hunting. He was a hunter, and he hunted it, and they confirmed that it was a wolf. They He sent the DNA and stuff, and they were like, yeah, it's a wolf, but no wolves have been seen in Newfoundland since. You know, sit there and be like, I'm going to kill this animal, for even though it's almost extinct. Well, I mean, I mean, right, but if it's not only good. Anyway... So now you can talk about, well, do you think the great auk would kind of fall under? No, that's not technically terrestrial, is it? It's a bird. But. Isn't it? It's a. It doesn't. It sounds, fly. it sounds like it's like a, some sort of. It's like a penguin. Like alien creature. The it's great a auk. Like I think of, I think of Avatar. That's what I think It's of. a large, not large, more like a. Flightless medium, bird. Yeah. Flightless the, bird. The birds that you're scared of. Yeah. I don't like flightless birds. They're not yeah. birds. You know what I wish still existed? Gastornis. No. So anyway, <laughs> the great auk. Oh, I was going to touch the paper. Well, you missed your chance because you insulted me. So <laughs> the great auk. Um, I don't know. Again, this is a new one also for us. That was also one extinct or alive. Is more in the northern Atlantic, not penguins. In the northern penguins. Atlantic. I clicked on the word penguin and... Penguins. Oh yeah, because they only went on those rocks, right? Like, yeah, they, they only bred on up. smaller islands to the north of. Let me see. Ooh, yeah. Like imagine like Greenland, Greenland, Iceland, Norway, Sweden, Finland, up in that general area, the colder climate. Um, typically, where you'll see a lot of puffins now. They lived in larger colonies. They were more of a seafaring bird. They would come up only on land to lay eggs and raise young, and then they'd be back out at sea. So they, again, were another animal that did exist at some point, but they also were hunted to extinction by the Vikings. Now you can touch on your, <laughs> your terrestrial I they were, whatever. They were easy, I, like the dodo bird, so they got, unfortunately... Flightless bird. <laughs> they, were, they, they were easy to catch and kill and eat, and they tasted really good, apparently. So. Well, you can touch on your thing before I go back into Mothman. And... Okay, so back to the Zanzibar leopard, right? And your uh, bird counts and the thylacine, oh, whatever. Yeah, um, so they kind of encompass part of what what is more generally terrestrial cryptids. So this is where Bigfoot would fall into. This is where the other two that she was talking about would fall into. British big cats is a, technically, I guess, yep. a group of cryptids because yep, a lot because of big they cats don't, don't exist cats. They don't in have Britain. That's supposed. To be. Um, they might have in the past, obviously, but there's there a, they don't. They're cryptid now in. England just that because they're Monster Quest. Just because they're yeah. Had an episode um, on a cat in England. I don't remember. What um, so a lot of these, you know, the chupacabra. Um, the, touched on that yet? <laughs> okay, well, you can touch on it. That's fine. I'll, I'll glance. I'm just glancing over it. You know, as ghost deer. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the lizard man of scape or swamp, which is the lizard man of. Lee County. I think this... Well, it's funny enough, this is... We were just watching an episode of uh, the Ancient Aliens uh, series. We're not going to go into that, obviously, on this episode. Uh, some of us, I guess, kind of uh, believe or not believe or just are open to that kind of stuff. But they talked about this particular cryptid in relation to the reptilians. I'm not going to go into detail about what a reptilian may or may not be in terms of ufology, but here it's listed as a cryptid at least. But it'd be, it'd be interesting if you want to look it up, the lizard man of scape 
or swamp. Or, or you can look up reptilian. It'd probably come up with that, too. Um, but this is a bipedal repti- reptoid, I guess, or I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in South Carolina, uh, we have a bunch of ape men that show up with the terrestrial ones. We have weird giant worms. The Yeti is obviously on here, too. You know, so a lot of them end up being, oh, here's where your, here's where your um, great auk would fall in, under the winged, uh, under the winged, well, it, it has wings, it's a bird, it has wings, but it doesn't fly, yeah, like your, whatever. So with the winged ones, the great auk is on there, the Jersey Devil, Mothman, uh, urban legend slash slash cryptid, I guess. And the Thunderbird, which is just a giant bird. Uh, this is prominent also in Native American lore. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, again, something that just, it's a giant-ass bird. That's basically what it is. Okay. You want to move on to your other one that you wanted to talk about? Um, the other ones that I had were Mothman. Mothman, again, was one of those books that I used to take out when I was in elementary school. They had a book out, like a whole book on Mothman. You're a weird kid. I was. Um, so we're going to come back to... to <laughs> I love you anyway. Gonna, That's fine. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> we're going to come back to domestic waters here. Mothman being uh, more West Virginia, um, Point Pleasant to be exact, 1966, 1967 um, was the first sighting. There was a newspaper article published. The couple, see, couple sees man-sized bird creature. It was this whole big news article because these people were driving past a new, uh, an old, I think it was like a nuclear power plant or like a, some kind of a power plant. And all of a sudden this thing just basically like starts to fly alongside of the car and try to get into the car and was this huge big thing. But like the biggest thing that they noticed obviously besides the size was the fact that it had these two very large red eyes. Since then, Mothman has been seen at the site of many disasters as well. So, they so that's see what they him call it, prophecies. In, or they, like they see him more as an omen of doom. disaster. Yeah, that's cool. um, He was also, what was the one place he was at? He was seen so at, like, West Virginia the, here. Region. Oh, West Virginia. the collapse of the Silver Bridge, which was, which also unfortunately brought the death of 46 people. Um, if you look up the pictures, they have pictures of what they think is Mothman standing on the top of the bridge right before it collapsed. There are many speculations or assumptions, rather, that they believe Mothman may actually be a species of owl, the barn owl. Why does he look bipedal, then? Because they don't have... Well, the the barn owl is probably the only one that is the closest, honestly. They've got, like, no neck at all. They have very large, like, large eyes, more large than, like, a typical owl, and their wingspan does reach close to about eight feet. And it would make sense for the area. And the noise that they say Mothman makes is like the screaming of a person. That's kind of what a barn owl sounds like. Wait, wait, wait. It screams? Yeah. That's fun. I could try to find a recording, but... No, um, thank you. I I don't think our listeners want to hear... Exactly. ...screeching on... So they they say that it sounds a lot like... Like just like this like horrid like screeching noise. And the barn owl does kind of sound like a human. like, Like one of us were screaming. We can move a little south now to our neighbor to the south, not America's hat, but uh, Mexico, um, and talk about the chupacabra. Okay, we can the, talk about The blood sucker. Well, you already touched on these things, so... I was going... I was supposed to be just touching on everything. I did, just Most people's attention span is, is like a half hour, so I just want to make sure. Okay. Well, the chupacabra, 
is more, I guess, like also in folklore. Oh, apparently it was first performed release idol in Puerto Rico. Um, it is a bloodsucker of livestock, mainly goat. There have there have also been well, that's reports. What it means right, goat sucker. Yeah, yeah. There have also been reports in Maine as south uh, as far south as Chile, and also in Russia and the Philippines. Um, something kind of like this. Yeah, that's really all I got on that thing. Is it just it sucks blood out of goats? You know what I didn't touch upon? Mermaids. Mermaids are a cryptid, technically. Well, hold on. Aquatic. It wasn't know. on a thing. Flightless bird. What? Flightless. Same as like the flightless bird. A mermaid. You said aquatic. I don't know. No, that, that is on the winged ones. I'm, I, oh, I'm looking right. at a picture of, of a, oh, quote, like mermaid. First, okay. Like yeah, you know, okay. like mermaid thing. Yeah, yeah, so. And the last one I have is something that I actually didn't even know was a thing. And I kind of want to talk about it because the picture is just so adorable. Mokele Mbembe is a water-dwelling entity uh, from the Congo River Basin. It essentially looks like a giant, like, it looks, it looks like a dinosaur. But not the plesiosaur, like the Loch Ness. No, it looks, looks kind like, of like... Like a um, brontosaur. Yeah, it looks kind of like yeah. a brontosaur. Well, it's, it's also a drawing, so who knows? You it's know. adorable, though. I wonder if there's actually pictures. I don't know. I know, right? Where this is... Um, I think that touches upon, like, when the world was considered bigger and we hadn't explored everything that was like, you know, dinosaur... You know, I, I mean, like, um, not Land of the Lost. I know, there's there's some other, like, freaking shows, like... Oh, well, yeah, they do have pictures. They do have pictures, but I think I think the dinosaur thing and oh, like the ancient animals part of cryptozoology kind of touches on those early twentieth century explorers or late nineteenth century explorers, uh, where they were. That's not a picture. That's still a drawing. No, that's what's supposed to be. It looks like a brontosaurus. Yeah, but it's not huge. Oh, like a small baby oh, brontosaurus. Okay, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like a pet brontosaurus. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, as if we're not <clears throat> going to have just pets. But I think it touches upon when the world was considered bigger and we didn't have, like, GPS and all that shit, like, to map out everything, you know, and, and there was still some wonder in the world. Yeah. Which There's is still... still some wonder, which, but... Well, I mean, it's, now, it's, now it's in our oceans. Now, cause yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's in the deep. It's in the what? In the deep. The deep and the sea, yeah, yeah, no, in the oceans where we where we haven't, you know, because they say we've we've looked at the moon, or we've exam, we know more about the moon than we do about the bottoms of our ocean, you know, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that that's still that kraken can still exist. Then, it's yeah. kind of the last place I want. And plesiosaur, the part of the reason that they couldn't get to Loch Ness is because it's so dirty, not not dirty in there, but like it's, it's like it's the the water is very murky it's and like dark. it's very hard for you to see. Very far in there. So, I mean, yeah. So, is that all you wanted to talk about? That's all I had. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, we were just trying to touch on cryptozoology. I guess we went over... Okay. No, we went over a little bit about it. We obviously didn't talk about the most famous one that... Are we briefly... We can talk about that later. Well, that could be, an, obviously, an episode unto itself, well, obviously. Gary. And obviously Gary would be on here because he's the one most prominent with the Bigfoot stuff Bigfoot as of right now. Yeah. Or in general. Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to leave us a note on the podcast, like on the comments and when we post to Facebook or whatever on 
maybe a specific cryptid that you would like us to talk about or even just a specific episode? Obviously, this is about ufology, paranormal, and cryptozoology too. So All things spooky and paranormal. Yeah, it all falls under paranormal. I, you know, this is our general chat, you know, as a campfire, I guess, you know, that we're talking about stories and shit like that. So, I mean, anything you want us to touch upon, you know, uh, tools or ideas or any, anything you want us to, you know, to talk about or to bring up and maybe look into in depth more for you guys would be good as well. Uh, if you want to subscribe, obviously we're on iTunes, so I'm going to work on getting us onto the other platforms and stuff like that. We also have a new mic, so hopefully it's working out as well. Uh, it does sound like it was doing better. And of course this went a little longer because we have a nice co-host with us that I it's not just listening to my voice for fucking 20 minutes. You know, I guess, back and forth. Give yourself credit, that's fine. Okay, uh, so we will see you guys next time. Like I said, we're going to try to get these out a little more often now that I have a nice mic. Yes, and I'm not distracted by the holidays, I guess. Which was a Christmas present. Uh, so the mic, I guess, was a Christmas present or a birthday present. I don't know. My birthday and Christmas were very close, so I, I can't tell what it was. I'm pretty sure it was, hand, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a gift that was re-gifted uh, just because... Uh, my brother-in-law was trying to do a podcast, and I guess it didn't work out, and he bought this nice $200 mic, uh, but, which I wasn't going to drop money on, but, but hopefully it works out, yeah. So everyone enjoy their Christmas, and we will see you guys next time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Yule. Happy Winter Solstice, right? And we will see you next year. <laughs>